Whether you're on the go with a summer vacation or decide to spend your free time with a staycation, the No-So's got you covered. Relive your favorite era of wrestling with New Gen on a Mission, Wrestling Warzone, Extreme Three-Way Dance, or the Ruthlessly Aggressive Podcast. Keep in touch with the modern era with GC Dub, Clotheslines and Headlines, you know what that means, and Viewer's Choice. Or sit down and nerd out with No Holds Barred, WWE War, or The Wrestler That Was. It's summertime, and the living is easy. Because you've got the North-South Connection. NorthSouthConnection.com Once upon a time, two men decided if they were making the cut. Then they made the cut. And now JT and Aaron are talking everything from wrestling to pop culture and beyond because it's no holds barred. Will you back down, turn and run, or stand up with the best? No holes board. Hey everyone, welcome to Holes Bard. Hey, of nonsense and bullshittery. I'm JT. What? That's Aaron. Um, should we be concerned at all that our czar has transformed into a samurai of sorts with his hair? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we are here. Justice tonight. <laughs> we are here in both audio and video formats. Audio on any podcast app under North South Connection. Video on our YouTube channel. So search that out. You can subscribe while you're here. The button's right there. You can leave us a comment, a like, and a love as well. And as those who are watching may see, of course, it is draft day because we have a bunch of fools on with us. And Aaron mentioned our draft czar, Mr. Timothy T. Taylor. How are you? Samurai. I am great. It's uh, good to be back master. in the back in the war room with uh, loved ones uh, far and near. Is that a Cody Rhodes uh, ultimate? This is showing the, up. This is the San Diego Comic Con wow. exclusive. Cody, uh, there is there is no plastic here. I am actually touching the figure. Uh, the soft goods are nice. Nice. Uh, the box is pretty sweet, and it's a box that comes in a box. So, uh, what's in very... the box? Well, another box. It's it's like mm. a Russian nesting doll, right? Ah. Of course, they, that, um... uh, the brother of Nick Khan, San Diego Comic Con, delivered. Right. Yes. Did they get the um, on the figure? Did they get the anus right? I haven't looked. I'm not going to take. I'm I'm a. I've yet to be. I'm a selective Lucy guy. There's there. I have right now. I have four figures that are loose. I do have a code. I have the AEW. The anus is loose, or the figures are loose. Anus is certainly loose. The figures are loose. Little A, little Um, B. Let me check the AEW one. Little A, little N. Um, I don't see a starfish on the AEW one, so um, Jazzwares needs to step it up. But um, I believe in Mattel. I believe in the good that they do. 
I'm sure that there's a, uh, a nice cloaca somewhere for that, for Cody. I believed in Mattel too until they tried wow. to take down Napster. Anyway, joining us here on the draft dais, dais, sort of dais, uh, is our, our two buddies, Mr. Keith E. Langston and my compadre on the Extreme Three Way Dance podcast, Mr. Matthew Souza. How are you guys doing? Uh, doing great. Uh, hopefully, I won't show my anus on this feed. Hopefully. Wow. I mean, hopefully you're in control of your anus, aren't you not? Yeah, I mean, look, the night is young. I'm trying to think of a situation in a scenario where you're ac- you accidentally show your anus. I mean, I could drop something. I'm pretty sure I accidentally saw yours during that pay-per-view, Keith. You did? Oh, shit. You didn't well, hide as well as you thought you did when you I returned did. to Ryan. Well, well I, show can't, off. I can't help it. You know, it's a good anus. Um, to show off to Mr. Gray. Yeah, no. well, you know, because... Listen, when you have a bidet, you want to show everybody how clean your anus is. So there you go. That's what they say. Yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> that's what they say. They say a lot, don't they, man? I'm about to rename yeah. this draft bidet because that's where these two conversations <laughs> usually go. It's sort of a shitter. But uh, yeah, we're here every other week with drafting with our buddies and Aaron on other Saturdays. We're here every week. On the other Saturdays, we're going through every dirty world title change ever. We're 1999 on that journey. Journey to hell. Uh, but yeah. here tonight, yeah, we have an, another draft ahead of us. Mr. Toolman, would you like to explain the concept, title, subject, and parameters for us? I absolutely will. So um, in most drafts, there's always an overlying topic or an underlying topic or however it's lying. Uh, In this particular draft, we are drafting the summer blockbuster. It is, of course, that season. So... Uh, JT and Aaron and Keithy Baby and and Souza, they're going to have six rounds to accumulate the best summer theatrical releases of all the times. Now, a couple of caveats as, of course, what would a draft be without some sort of rules? The movie must have debuted in the theaters between May 1st and August 31st. Also, we are not drafting franchises. You must draft individual movies. So you can't take the entire MCU. You can't take everything from Star Wars. You must pick and parcel. can't take the full Suburban the Commando legacy set. Right. That's correct. Cannot. Cannot and do it. When we say best, at least this is my intent. Like, I'm not, and I'm sure you guys probably feel the way. Like, we're not just drafting in order of like most money. Right. I mean, I think we're all kind of just going by like, by the best movie. Like, I don't know what are your mm-hmm. metrics are, but as you think through, as mm-hmm. you walk along, I would say that's probably our intent here is putting together uh, the movies that you'd want to sit and watch. If you had right. to in a row of these blockbusters more so mm-hmm. than like biggest draws, because that's like, when you get to the wrestling argument, right. It's easy to look at the receipts to see who drew the most money. Mm-hmm. But we're going more for creativity. I, I'm, I'm guys. I'm really sorry. I, 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 all of the research I did was on blockbuster videos, mm. as in, like, mm. I have like all, and you especially when you said no franchises, I went, well, I guess I have to go with the corporate stores. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have mm-hmm. to drop out of this draft because you know I so have, you have like, the top six oh, performing blockbuster videos. I have the top time, six right? performing yeah. corporate blockbuster. Damn blockbuster it, Keithy! Videos. 
I know. Shit. Poor Fort Wayne, Michigan. This was their time. <laughs> or, I mean, uh, Fort, I fucked that up. Fort, Fort Wayne, Wayne Michigan. <laughs> What's the Fort Michigan? There was another one. Start, I the, start the recording over. Fort Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like oh, well, to, to go back to what you kind of said, Battle JT, Creek. Battle Creek, Michigan. Battle Creek, Michigan. Michigan. Rob Van Dam's renting a. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beauty of talking about best, right? Because best is subjective. Like best, you can talk about box office or best. You could talk about um, award winning or um, the replay value. Or some people think that the best is the worst. Uh, Some people only watch bad movies. I know a few of them. And I I, I question my relationships with them daily. Um, But um, it is all up to you. Uh, drafters draft with your heart. Don't draft to what the the YouTube comment section might say. Be true to yourself, <laughs> and uh, the only person you have to impress is the person in the mirror, like Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. Not the man in the mirror. Oh yeah. All right. Wow. Uh, so as usual, this will be a snake style serpentine oh. draft. Ride the snake. You guys all do this when you're driving on the highway. Every yeah, day. I'm rolling with my homies. Every day, every, every day, all, all the time. I'm like, I'm dropped in the. So I, I used to movies as a kid. Um, I used to watch the television show Jag. Does anyone remember Judge that? Advocate like, General? The show that yes. my grandparents watched. <laughs> Is that what it stands That's for? Shit. Actually, my dad loved Jag, and then he loved NCIS. Like he was like a huge Jag NCIS fan. Wow. My mom loved Jag, but I, you guys talking about put your hand out the window. I specifically remember they were like, to explain how planes turn, mm. you stick your hand out the window and you tilt your hand. And that's how your hand, your hand moves as planes move. And now yeah. we learn something. All through um, the magic of Jag. Was like, and was now your, JT's what? not bored anymore. We're Tim, <laughs> Tim was the first love of your life, Catherine Bell. Oh my God, she's such a oh, respectfully. She was, she was a fox she's, on that show. She was I'm gonna a fox. say that's a yes. Nude <sighs> pictures of her online, probably. And I don't usually dig like super short hair. Oh, but she made she, it work. She spoke to me, Keith. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Lord. Oh, you looking her up? Yeah, yeah, she was the girl that was in uh, Bruce Almighty. That was like the uh, co-anchor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's a very <gasps> she attractive was. woman. Yeah. It's a very attractive two man was jacking oh off. Two man's about oh. to freaking bust they, they, a nut they over. Killed her off before Evan Almighty, though, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. Ah. Um. I, 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 yeah. Okay. Too many wishes. Yeah. Too little time. <laughs> All right. So, as we usually do to uh, decipher the draft order on this tomfoolery, uh, Mr. Oh, two man should have a game lined up for us. <sighs> I do. And I just came up with it on the spot. Oh, is it no. About, is it I'll, about Jag? I'll send you the name. How Jag. many episodes of Jag have <laughs> Yes. Closest without going over the number of episodes oh, of the oh, series shit. Jag. Oh, I will give you a hint. There were 10 seasons. Closest without going over. Or not closest without going over. Closest to the pin either side. There's 10 episodes? There's 10, ten seasons. seasons. How many episodes? Ten seasons. Mm. Yeah, 10 episodes. That's Aaron's guess. 10 episodes. <laughs> One episode <laughs> season. It's like a British show. These are long fucking <laughs> episodes. Uh, can, I, can I take a guess? Go, Go for, for it, Keithy. I am going to say the uh, answer is 227 episodes. Mm. 
I'm also going to say it's 227. <laughs> uh, I'll be easy. I'll say 250. I'm going to say 233. Okay, because some of you assholes looked it up. Yeah. I'm going with Souza because he was the farthest away from the pin. <laughs> I didn't look anything up. Well, I know, but you were close, and I couldn't just then go to I'm the next guy. I went the opposite direction. Uh, Sousa, uh, you get to uh, <laughs> you get to set the draft order, and it's very important. So as we mentioned, it is a serpentine draft. Whoever drafts. You get punished for playing fair somehow. Mm-hmm. I know. It's, it's I'm actually true. the world's biggest Jack fan next to Tim. Weirdly. Yes. <laughs> We'll start a pod here in the no so. I'm the one who said it was Judge Advocate General. Nobody knew that shit. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> Which is amazing um, because it's an American TV show about the American military justice system and the, un- and the Canadian gets it. <laughs> are you under the impression that you guys aren't so fucking boisterous we don't get all your shit up here? Oh no, I'm <laughs> sure that we I'm loud sure that we're, across I'm, the border. I'm sure yeah. that we're constantly just foisting all of our fucking bad television yeah. up in there. Are you up, ready for some football? Up to we our brothers in the north. <laughs> but uh Matt, you draft if you pick first in the first round, you happened. pick so last. They cheated, in the but round. Matt got, Matt wins. Yes, because he was the farthest, was the farthest from the away. The, rule, the thing was the closest. Who yeah, cares? But, he, yeah, but then, All right. but then I think there's two why are you cheating then, if you didn't care, Matt? I think you need to give. I, J- I think you need to give <laughs> JT the first pick, and then you take. the I don't want pick. the first pick. I'm just saying it. I don't oh, understand. Well, the well then shut up. Maybe I don't want the first pick. All Aaron does is cry, and then he cheats to try and get the best pick. Who's crying? Who's you. complaining about the rules? It's you. you. It's you. But up until the episode, it's you, and then it starts, and you're like, "No, I just I'm want Joe Cool to be Canadian. Clear. I don't care. I no crying and no hold barred. I think you should come up with another Jag game to solve this issue. Oh, we get the biggest Jag game. Up I ain't got time. Top I, right corner. I ain't got time to be Went jagging to jag off here off. on the podcast. <laughs> so, boys. Uh, Susa, you get to set our draft order as I put on the screen uh, the illustrious draft board. (laughs) What's our order going to be? So, JT is going to go first. Yes. See? see, Now everybody's happy. All right. No, I don't really care. Was it reverse psychology? (laughs) No, I didn't. I don't have a plan. He's going to complain about the judge's decision, but he doesn't care. I don't have a plan. On this particular one, no, I'm more, it's about the process and the results. I don't have a fucking plan either, so I'm going last because I want to hear what everybody else has to say. (laughs) No holds barred. And then I think uh, for Keithy singing that beautiful song right there, he's going to go second. Okay, good. And then we'll have Aaron go third. There we go. Word. So almost exactly how I typed it before the cheating. The draft started. No one would have known <laughs> prior, but uh, the draft order is set. JT, Keithy, Aaron, Matt, JT, I had it out against you since minute one of the podcast, but it is your first pick. Make it good. Okay. Um, since there's been a lot of examples of the dark side so far on this podcast, oh, it's very good. clear. Thank Christ. The evil left and right. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and take Star Wars. Episode mm-hmm. four. Episode four. You could just put fucking Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of us were alive when it came out. Mm. Oh, wow. Nice. Wow. Nice fucking ring. Here's your knife. You fucking. <laughs> Actually, wait a minute. I wasn't alive. That was 77, right? <laughs> So you're yes. taking offense to a thing that doesn't even affect you. Nice. Said not all of us. Nice. I was alive for Empire, but not uh, episode four. So that's good. All right. My pick. 
It is your pick unless JT wants to wax eloquently on Star Wars. No, I think it. I, I don't. I think it's a pick with no explanation needed. Mm-hmm. Does anyone well, have their favorite? Do you have a, a favorite line from Episode Four? I'll be back. Um, sure, nailed look it. Out, it's the Death Star. <laughs> yeah. I think is mine. Um, I think it's. Uh, where did they dig up that old fossil? I love that line. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, hmm, okay. Uh, all right. I am gonna take a I am gonna take a movie that came out on July 3rd, 1985. It is not only is it a ridiculously massive summer blockbuster hit, it also happens to be my favorite movie of all time with a gun with a bullet to number one. There's nothing but is back to the future. Absolutely. If I could turn back time. It's the fucking perfect it's a perfect movie. That's the theme for that, right? Yeah, it is absolutely. Sure. Yeah. If I could turn back time. Fuck Michael J. Fox's mom. Right. Hey now. He could have. He could have. He might have in a different timeline. Can I can I can I wax poetic about one quick story about back to the Yes, please. Okay. So during COVID, the height of COVID, my buddy works for Universal Studios. And during the height of COVID on their sales meetings every week, they were getting like guest people to come in and speak. And he texts me and my other friend one day and he goes, hey, dial into this Zoom. And we dialed into the Zoom. And uh, it was in the Zoom was uh, Bob Gale, who was the writer who wrote the story for for Back to the Future. And he was doing like a Q&A where everybody was asking him questions and he was telling the whole story of how they started Back to the Future, how like it started with just the story and the concept. And uh, he talked all about having to do the reshoots with Michael J. Fox after, uh, you know, it didn't work out um, with uh, fucking what's his name there? Eric uh, Estrada. Yeah, Eric Estrada. And just how it, like, you know, was it really Eric Estrada? No, it was. Um, <laughs> I was going to say that was a shot of the dark. That would be amazing if it was. Eric no. Banna, I think. No, it wasn't. It was the kid that was in fucking mask. Um Eric Rocky, Stoltz. Eric Rocky Stoltz. Dennis? No, yeah, the guy that played Rocky Dennis. It was Eric Stoltz. And it was just like this, it was this awesome, amazing story about like how they had to go to like, you know, they filmed all these parts with Eric Stoltz. And the reason why they couldn't get Michael J. Fox is because they didn't want to. Yeah, right there. There's a picture. Yeah. They didn't want to like um, what was it? Uh Family Ties didn't want to give up Michael J. Fox for a while to film the movie. So they never even approached him about the script. And then when they were really unhappy, when him, when Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis were really unhappy with the with the dailies from Eric Stoltz, they went to like Spielberg, and Spielberg was like, "Well, you guys need to make sure you have Michael J. Fox on board if you're going to do reshoots, because if you're going to do reshoots, they're going to cancel the movie." And they went to Michael J. Fox's, uh, you know, uh, they went to him and they gave him the script, and he was like, "I'm in, I'm in." And then they said, "Well, you know, you're going to have to film like you're going to be working like 24 hours a day because you have to film." Family Ties in the morning and Back to the Future at night. And he was like, guys, I'm like 20-something years old. I could fucking go all day. So then <laughs> that's what they is. So everything, in, all of Back to the Future was shot at night after Michael J. Vox had been at friggin' Family Ties all day. So What a hard worker. Mm-hmm. Tina Yellers couldn't say the same. No, she could not. <laughs> Speaking of hard workers, A.A. <laughs> Ron Justice, you are up with your first pick. Give me Empire Strikes Back. Ooh. It's a superior Star Wars movie in every way. 
It's just better. There's probably more anticipation for it. Could you Get please could you please say it by its proper name? Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> no, I think that's how it is on the DVD. Yeah, yeah. you're right. It is. Yeah, I like Aaron's. I like that Aaron's like no fuck that shit. He's <laughs> <laughs> like someone took Star Wars. I'm taking Empire. Suck it. Suck a dick. Uh, Matt, you are up with your first and your second pick. Matt takes Porkies. <laughs> one yes. and two. and three and the revenge yeah uh i will take uh for my first pick one of the greatest action movies of all time uh terminator the second Ooh. also known as terminator jr i thought right. you were gonna say stop or my mom will shoot no <laughs> i can't fit the whole thing but you all know it's judgment day yeah mm-hmm. and then i think for my second pick i am going to take uh ghostbusters Ooh, Ooh, look at you. Look at you. Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Because there's something strange in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And how. Mm-hmm. Terminator 2 had a July 4th weekend release. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters was June the 8th. So mm-hmm. I'm spot checking every pick as they come through because that's the, the the most I can do. To, that's, that's great because I sure. certainly didn't. That's your job. <laughs> That's right. I'm, I'm I'm Google searching one thing at a time as you guys speak, which is helpful because that's how you guys are picking them. Uh, Aaron, we are back to you with your second pick. Ratatouille is still on the board. <laughs> Great. Um, Should they have made the sequel Ratatouille with the number two? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. No. <laughs> I'll take Gladiator. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. Now is that Gladiator or Glad He Ate Her? Because that's a different movie altogether, right? <laughs> that's that's the subtitle of Ratatouille. <laughs> Ratatouille, <laughs> Gladiator, right? <laughs> took a just weird barely turn. making, just barely making our cut date of May the fifth, hmm. but still within the parameters. May the fifth be with you was the title, and, and also with you, yes. yeah. with your spirit, right? <clears throat> Keithy, we are back to you. I'm going to go with the movie that launched the career of Alfred Molina on June 2nd, 1981, and that is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ooh. So not Spider-Man 2. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately. Come on. Here we go. I'm going to go themed, I guess, for my next two here. Uh, Gonna go with one I wish I saw live, but just got in a little too late and missed it. And that is, of course, Avengers Endgame. Doesn't count. Why not? It's in April. Was it? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna go with my other pick, which I believe is on here. (laughs) Doesn't count. Infinity War is also in April. (laughs) Wow. No, it was not Infinity War. July 18th, 2008, confirmed. The Dark Knight. Era Dark Knight. Mm Mm-hmm. The Dark Knight. Yeah, can you say it like me? The Dark. <laughs> Nobody can say it and like you, Keithy. <laughs> then with a release date of June 11th, 1993, it's a movie I actually saw in theaters twice. Oh, Probably the first big fucker. summer blockbuster I saw. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate you. Wow. That's where I was going right next. I was going, fuck. I'm very surprised that it took to the third round for Jurassic Park. Um, 
I mean, tough to say. I mean, everything's a heavy hitter so far on the draft board. So not too I took too those shabby. two just so we didn't have to keep, say, Doc Knight and Jurassic Park. <laughs> I, I, I literally was going to go Jurassic Park. Shit. Well, that's how you normally say it. So. Oh, fuck me, I gotta think now. Uh, now no, you've I, got a bunt. You've got now you've got to reshuffle your deck, Keithy. I got, a, yeah. I, got, I got a fucking bunt. Is that what you said? I got to bunt my to the third baseman. <laughs> no, Actually, you got a bunt. You, you know what? Step out of the box for a you second. You know what? I think I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna go like Noma and do the fucking hand thing a bunch of times. I think I'm actually no. I think I know what I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna go. Well, I'm not really old school because I already picked two fucking old movies. I'm gonna go with. May 16th, 1986. Fucking highway to the danger zone. Shit, that was going to be my next pick. The fucking toppest gun of all guns. If only I could play beach volleyball like that. Mm-hmm. Well, you Real got the man. hair. That's a start. I, I do. You got to... <laughs> Yeah, look good to feel good, and then when you feel good, you play good. So I'm I, I feel like order. I feel like at this point in my life, I could probably get Kelly McGillis like now. <laughs> Some rational confidence. No, not what <laughs> not what Kelly McGillis looked like back then. One hundred percent of the shots you don't take. <laughs> right. There's only one way to find out whether you can land or not. That's right. You just gotta land that plane. Land that plane. You just gotta go. Wow. Speaking of going, Aaron, you are up with your third pick. So none of these would exist without something to set the stage for them all. And I'm going to go to 1975. Give, give me Jaws, the first nice. blockbuster. That would be The Jaws. one that started it all. Yeah, that was it my is. debate. Jaws and Jurassic it, Park, my two debate. Jaws, Jaws is the movie that coined the phrase mm-hmm. summer blockbuster, right? Mm-hmm. 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 So, like, mm-hmm. literally the, the granddaddy of them all right here. Pick three, round three. Uh, solid pick from Aaron. Uh, Matt, give us your third pick, and then we'll do a quick wrap uh, roundup of the first three rounds, and we'll come back to you for your first pick in the fourth round. All right. I got a couple here I'm throwing around, but I think I am going to land on The Lion King. Mm. Ooh. That was our a good first, one. our first animated feature. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Thank you. Yes, sir. To recap, uh, Kuna JT, Matata. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Means no worry. That would be a fun uh, draft to recast the uh, the main characters of the Lion King mm. with other characters from other, like who's Scar, Timon, Pumbaa, Simba, Nala. And then a wild card to like Zazu or uh, See, I was thinking more like take other characters from the Disney movies and put them in their place. Yeah. Ursula is car. <laughs> Jesus. Nice. Uh, but to round up the first half of the draft, JT had his first pick and went Star Wars Episode 4. Then The Dark Knight and Jurassic Park. Keithy went second and took Back to the Future. The Raiders of the Lost Ark and Top Gun. Aaron went The Empire Strikes Back, Gladiator, and Jaws. And Matt it took Terminator 2 Judgment Day, The Ghostbusters, and The Lion King. So we have a little musical interlude. Ah. Well, while we just can't wait to be king, we cannot wait 
any longer for oh, your just, first pick in the fourth round. I just can't wait to be king. Is that Sean Connery? <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> well, we are recasting. Yeah. Um, hmm. Forrest Gump. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Hmm. Fucking gloves have come two... off. Huh? Is it one bar <laughs> or two for Forrest? Two, I believe. Uh, two, yeah. That's what I thought, too. Two. He was named after the great Nathan Bedford Forrest. Nathan Jones. Boggle Road. <laughs> yeah, Forrest Gump uh, definitely is... Uh, it's on lists nowadays. I don't know if a movie like Forrest Gump could get made again. Probably not. Um, probably not. Uh, maybe in a different time. Mm. Uh, but you can't. You cannot deny in, in the time capsule, uh, Forrest Gump was, was it. Uh, big, big movie. Aaron, you are up with... Your fourth round selection. I'll take the Matrix, nineteen ninety nine. Okay, that's a good one. It's good shit. Sets the stage for a lot of movies after the fact. Um, Aaron, how 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 much do you think the Matrix would have changed if it had not been Keanu Reeves and it would have been Will Smith? It would have been worse. Uh, <laughs> because Keanu Reeves fits it well. Like he doesn't fit yeah. a lot of things well, at least at that period. He was right. He's kind of maligned after being in like much to do about nothing and not being able to pull off the Shakespeare mm-hmm. shit. He's in Dracula. He's the worst part of Dracula, which is a cool movie without him, like with him in it. And he's he's just not good during this era. I know he's kind of been rehabilitated by John Wick, but right. um and the replacements. Right. Mm. Right. Falco. Yeah. Yep, it's a fucking underrated movie. Yeah, so I don't know. Will Smith probably would have fucked it up. Hmm. Yeah, but, but the movie was always going to succeed because of the script. Like, it it doesn't matter. Almost like I mean, it, it, Will Smith could have heard it, but you could have had a complete unknown. It was about the script and the substance, and it's one of those films that like you you keep coming back to, and every time you go right. back to it, you 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 pull something new from it. And right, it's a brilliant piece of cinema. It is. I, I I love The Matrix. I'm due for another rewatch. I'm actually due for a rewatch of a lot of these movies. Um, so far, I think the most recent one that I've seen probably either Dark Knight or Empire Strikes Back, just because they're always on TV. I feel like anytime you turn on TNT, there's either a Star Wars marathon of some kind, or the Dark Knight series is doing a. a, a a holiday spamathon of all of it. Uh, Keithy, you are up with your fourth pick. I am going to go with, in my opinion, uh, just because Matt took the Lion King, I am going to take one, what I consider to be one of the greatest uh, animated slash live action movies of all time. And that is Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm, that's a good one. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Me too. Came out on what day was it? it was like I think it was June twenty second. Yeah, June twenty second. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna go to the eighties, which I think for the first time, and go to a pretty beloved feature film. It's also a great ride, Universal Studios, and that is E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Mm-hmm. It's all love Reese's Pieces. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, alien would come to visit us as we ate them someday. Ouch. 
friend. <laughs> Very creepy as well. Um, and I'm going to go on the exact opposite of Spectrum and go all the way to Mac and me. Oh. the 2020s. And I'm going to pile on, keep these, pick a Top Gun, and go Top Gun Maverick, which mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. almost reignited the summer blockbuster concept after COVID. Um, and I think they purposely released it in theaters only. They made a big deal about it only being in theaters and needing to be seen in that scenario, mm-hmm. and et cetera. And it was a big deal. I mean, isn't it ended up being like the number one of all time or whatever, close to it, right? It's, it's scaled up um, quite a bit. So I think it completely overperformed what they expected. Yep. Um, There's also a cool story about they didn't um, tell Kenny Loggins, I guess, that they were going to use Danger Zone again in the movie. Like, <laughs> uh, and then he went. They had him like view it before it was oh, released awesome. or whatever. Yeah. And he was like, he said he was like started like tear it up and stuff. Like when the movie started and they played Danger Zone again, like the first one. So nice <laughs> moment awesome. for Mr. Loggins. I don't know, Mr. Messina may not feel as good about it. But Mr. <laughs> Loggins, Mr. Loggins felt good. Sure. That's all it takes. Yeah, I Top Gun Maverick is definitely a much needed shot in the arm for the cinema mm-hmm. uh, post COVID, and I I love going to the movies. It's probably my it's probably one of my favorite activities of like go to, and the movies I don't think still have they're still recovering, um, mm. but there's just nothing like going and sitting in either a a crappy theater or a a gorgeous theater and and watching literally anything mm. i've i think well, i've said was, before it, it, yeah good I, i've said before like i think i might pay, even have paid i would be i would be willing to pay a discounted ticket price to watch movie trailers in a movie theater there's nothing else like it like the mm. entire experience from from front to back in the movie theater is just mm-hmm. chef's kiss well i feel like top gun 2 is pretty universally love like i I feel like everything's Mm -hmm. so politicized and everything's so like polarizing these days but that was one like i feel like people wanted to go in and like be down on it right away but then like as soon as everyone saw it it was either nostalgic or like younger people that hadn't lived through the first top gun really liked it and just kept going and going and going and this seemed to like kind of almost be a little unifying uh at a time where everything is torn apart by everybody yeah it has a lot of great nostalgia beats too so i still haven't seen maverick Believe it or not, no, yeah. oh, it's, it's good. It's really mm-hmm. good. It's got to be on something now, right? I think it's on Max. Oh, good. Okay, I'm up. You are up, sir. Okay, I'm going to go with another classic from the 1980s. Uh, this time, it's about a group of young misfits, misfits who discover an ancient map and set out on an adventure to find a legendary mm-hmm. pirate. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego again? Yes, finally, <laughs> a Richard Donner movie. Uh, Steven Spielberg presents the Goonies. I think I might be the only I might be the only person in the known world that doesn't like the Goonies. Get out, really? Wow. Has anyone watched it recently? It's got fucking Joe Pantoliano in it. I, I have, haven't yeah. seen it in a while. It was, we it watched it recently, but a lot of my a lot of the movies we'll watch them recently now because like my nephew's into it now. So see, I watched it with the kids like last year and like it did not hold up at all. Really? No. One of those ones? They didn't like it at all. Really? At all. And they're into all this adventure shit. And like, and I was like, there were parts that I was excited. My wife had never seen it too. And she was like, oh, she wanted to watch it too. And she kept looking at me like, what is this? And I kept mm. going like this. Like, it, it's <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah. is, do you think it falls into like the kind of like the James Bond category where it's like, 
other movies have come out after doing kind of the similar no. same thing. And no, I think you go back and you watch like the old Bond movies and you're like, these are fucking stupid. No, because the Bonds kind of have that kitsch to them that like it, it fits in that genre. Yeah. This is ends up being bad acting, like not that the pace is weird. Like it, it's it's fundamental issues. Yeah. I don't think it sucks or anything. I loved it when I was a kid. No, no, I, was but just, I know what you're saying. I was just shocked when like they really didn't like it. And my wife was like, eh. And then even I was struggling to defend it. Does the truffle shuffle hold up? Mm. Well, I mean, I don't know. Most people, I feel like you could still make fun of fat people now, you know? Right. You can't make fun of anybody. You can still make fun of fat people and Italians, I think. So, you know. Italians, 100. Uh, Italians and the Irish, you're allowed. But we'll see for how much longer. <laughs> Give it a minute. Yeah. Well, Aaron, here's your choice, your chance to take a, an Italian or anything you want for pick five. Well, it feels silly to leave these up on the board. Um, so I'm going to take Captain America Civil War mm-hmm. um, yes. I was struggling between that and the Avengers mm. and while the Avengers made more money I think Civil War is just a much better product um, that has all the weight of all I, Avengers has the weight of the other films behind it which built the anticipation and it was it was an event but Civil War was special and mm. it just felt great I found all the characters finally were in the right place. They figured out how to write them all. You got Spider-Man for the first time. So it, I, I think it might, it's probably outside of uh, Infinity War and um, Endgame, probably the most fun I've had watching a Marvel movie in the theater was Civil War. Um, just so quotable and so memorable and just an incredible film. I I, I really do think that this might be like the num. I think it's the number three MCU movie behind Endgame and Infinity War. That's that's how I would have it. Yeah, and I actually I'm one of those weirdos who has Infinity War above Endgame. I mine will see do you do you feel it's fair to classify them as one movie? It's tough cuz it, it it is definitely a continuation, but I think that the way that Infinity War ends uh, um cool. with with you know you know, spoiler alert for any anyone in the known universe that hasn't seen any of the uh, the MCU. La la la, uh, la 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 la. You know, Thanos being happy at all that he's done and finding his house in the farm. Satisfying. And just yeah. yes, like to me, I I was there was a part of me who's like, Thanos was right. That's exactly what we needed. Uh, well. Y- I think we mentioned this on another podcast at some point, but like it's such a unique film, Infinity War. I know we're not talking about my pick, but right, <laughs> Infinity War. Yeah. So, it's so unique from the perspective of like the villain is the protagonist. Like right. it's the it's the villain story from beginning to end, mm. which I think I, I remember when we went to see it. Uh, my wife didn't like it. She's like, I don't, and I'm like, but she's like, why didn't the heroes do this and that? I'm like, well, because it's not like it, it took me a second viewing to really understand it's not their story. It's no. Thanos' story. He's the one who is like driving all the action. And I, I will say, I had no idea that that ending was coming. Like, I did not think it was going to end with him actually snapping and getting rid of half of everybody. When I walked out of the theater, I was like, and then especially considering that, like, all the people that dusted were like 
the future of like at the time the future of the mcu right and, he, and i remember my nephew being like they got rid of spider-man and black panther and i was like don't worry i'm like they got like movies in the can that they gotta film i'm like don't worry yeah. about it you know if there's then, a flaw it's that it, 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 it's right. that it's because but here's the thing is that you want it's it's kind of a double-edged sword because you want you want Endgame to be solved by the the primary Avengers, right? Correct. There's nothing better than seeing the big three going up yeah. against. Them so you the need end. those three alive. But yeah. when they only dusted the new characters yeah. for the most part, there was a part of me that was like, oh. And I, again, I think I have a number one or two, right? But it's like, oh, okay. It's, it becomes. I mean, look, if you've read the Infinity Gauntlet, you know they're coming back, right? Mm. Right. But it, it became obvious. That they were coming mm, back mm. when they only yeah, dusted they, those characters. They they did keep a couple of the newbies, like yeah. Rocket stayed around, Scarlet Witch stays around. No, Scarlet Witch. Go, no, Scarlet Witch she is dies. gone. No, you talk about Scarlet Johansson. I get those two confused all the time because of Scarlet Johansson. I don't, they, they, I don't think. Scarlet yeah, Wanda, Witch... Wanda got Wanda goes. Wanda got snapped. Yep, Wanda so, goes. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's uh, Nebula Rocket. Okoye. Yeah, Okoye. Okoye. That's the newbies. And then uh, Rhodey. Yeah, Rhodey. Yeah. I love War Machine, but they just <laughs> haven't Don done Cheadle. anything with How dare him. you? Right. But to, to take it all around, I think the MCU as a whole really finds its footing with Civil War and really starts the push that makes Infinity War and Endgame as big and robust as it can possibly be. Yeah. Well, there's direct consequences for Infinity War because of Souza. We have given you literally all the time in the world <laughs> yeah. to figure out your next pick. Oh God, what do I pick? Um, <laughs> so, uh, one of my favorite action movies of the past decade, uh, Mad Max: Fury Road. Oh, great, Tom. Okay. And uh, Tom Hardy says what? Maybe a hundred words in the entire thing, and it's incredible. I'm highballing so that. Yeah, <laughs> really. It's so that's good. Very, it's, it's I love very it. Low. It's just those... it, it's a two-hour chase. Yeah, and it's great. It's incredible. It's the best Mad Max movie easily. And I mean, just the effects in it are incredible. It's all practical effects and just everything blowing up is yeah. That's uh, the cool part about it. It all when, when's practical. the new one coming? I want a new one. When's fucking twenty twenty seven? Yeah, probably. probably. Oh, gosh, and then uh the pushback dates for sure. <laughs> My uh, my final pick is one that I'm kind of surprised uh, nobody mentioned. I thought someone was uh, Batman from 1989. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm. Nice. I love Jack Nicholson in general, but him as the Joker, he's fantastic. He's a, uh, next to Heath Ledger. I think he's the best Joker. It's my Batman. So that that's kind of leaning to my next question. Like we we've got two Batman selections, both on either side of the spectrum. Like what is what is like everybody's. Who is everybody's Batman? Like, because mm. to me, like, is being I, I would I would dare say I may be the youngest person on the group. I don't know how old you are, Matt. Uh, but my Batman's Adam West, and he'll always be my Batman. Mm. I grew up watching the uh, the actual shows coming off the school bus, so like I love the 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 just cornball humor of Batman mm-hmm. um, and Adam West that to me is Batman but if I had to take like a theatrical Batman mm-hmm. it's tough not to go against Christian Bale for me 
See, I was born in 91, so the Batmans I grew up with were Val Kilmer and George Clooney. So, Ooh, And I look, I, I, I like Batman forever. I don't care. I'll go to my grave saying it. I'm with I you, love Matt. Batman I'm forever, too. <laughs> I but, like Tommy Lee Jones in Batman forever. Oh, he's like, fantastic. It's so ridiculous, but he's great. Yeah. Right. And a, a really good soundtrack. I'll give you that much. Oh, Kiss, yeah, Kiss from a Rose. Sing it, Keithy. Go. Oh, we're running out of time. We don't have the money for it. Oh, we're out of time. We're out of time. But uh you know, uh Keaton just reprised his role as Batman. Um, and then I'm glad nobody's talking about Matt Damon at all. Wait, you mean Ben Affleck? Listen. Sorry, they're the same guy. I think I think Clooney is a great Bruce Wayne. Not a, but not a great Batman. You can't tell because the movie is such a fucking <laughs> shit show. Of he has a bat credit card. Chill. However, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Doctor Freeze is fucking Mr. Freeze. Off. Yes. Well, I think he's Doctor Freeze in that, isn't he? Because he's a he, I'm a real Victor, Victor Von Freeze. Take two D's and call me in the morning. I mean, it, 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 there's only one in my opinion, and it's it's freaking Michael Keaton. I mean. Batman's amazing, and then Batman Returns is fucking awesome too. So yeah, yeah. my controversial take on Batman is that I I love um, Bale is my favorite Batman, but mm -hmm. the Dark Knight is my least favorite of his three movies. Mm. Really, it, it, I like it, them all. I, I I do like them all. I just find that Aaron is I, your favorite Batman Begins. I sure yeah. hope. It oh yes, yeah. yes, yes. Rises guy. Yeah, and then. Uh, Dark Knight. What the hell is the second Rises. one? Rises. 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 I'm a Rises truther. Oh, yeah, I like that one a lot because I find there's this beautiful brutality to the the beating that Bane yes. beats him, oh. and it, it's. I remember watching it and being uncomfortable. You think Dark like, Joy and I? Like I, I remember being like, oh my god, he's killing him. Like he's kill, and I felt bad. Like which is rare in a superhero movie, and I like Dark Knight. I just yeah. think that the last. Molded by it. The last 20 minutes could probably have been shaved. Like it's it, for me, it's too long. And I know that's like a completely Hello. contrary yeah. to everybody else's you, opinion. You but. could say that about anything Christopher Nolan, too. Right. Yeah. But I love yeah. Christopher Nolan. So I, I do, too. too. I'm leaving I a bunch too. of his movies on the board. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Mm. Um, Pattinson, I think, is a sneaky Batman, too. I haven't seen it. I loved the Batman. I did like too. I really did. I did too. Um, I, I call it anxiety the movie because they just mm -hmm. continuously play that 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 Batman theme throughout the entire movie, and I'm just like I'm on edge. I just feel it in my chest. Yeah. But you ever uh, listen to the the Nolan Batman soundtracks. Yes, they're, they're all like you're just like okay, please, all right, are we going? Like it's on you nonstop. Yes, but what is on us is your last pick, Aaron. Sure. So uh, this is a bit of a strange one, I guess, but I feel like, you know, for, for pretty much all of these, they're all pretty heavy. Like, right. The mm -hmm. exception of Lion King, I guess. Right. But even um, then, that's heavy as a kid. Yeah. When a kid goes, dies. So I, this is a movie that I, it's not a traditional blockbuster, but I can't think of a movie I was looking more forward to than this. And it's still one of the most, my most favorite theatrical experiences of all time. I've never laughed so hard in a movie theater. Um, I kind of felt like I was in a glass case of emotion. So I want you to give me Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. Mm. Oh, that's a great pick. God, I love that movie. I love this. <laughs> it's so good. I, 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 do you want to talk about another movie that I need to go back and rewatch? This one's it. 
Not in two. It holds up. It's Anchorman does for good. sure. I'm due. I'm due for an Anchorman rewatch. Uh, and it made all of good, them. Good, Aaron. Yeah, I was just saying it made all of them. Like, mm-hmm. and they and, and it start it started this. Well, I guess old school started it, but I don't think old school was. But it started this um, renaissance in the 2000s of um, adult themed comedies. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we have romantic comedies forever, but we didn't really have R-rated comedies. And then over the span right. of those years, we get we get uh, old school dodgeball, Anchorman, Forty Year Old Virgin, uh, what's the one? Knocked Up, uh, the one with McLovin, Super Bad, Super Bad, Super Bad, Super Bad, and that's all in that like span. And then The Hangover is kind of the last one, yeah, kind of trailing. But but it really did change cinema for a while too, which was cool. And then you can even just talk about the Will Ferrell Judd Apatow combo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, everything they do with, with Anchorman and Blades of Glory and Talladega Nights. Semi-pro. Like, semi-pro. Semi-pro. I love semi-pro too. Have you ever been yeah. punched in the jejunum? Like that is <laughs> like that stuff. We traded our washing machine for Monix. Um, <laughs> all that stuff. So great. But Anchorman definitely much like Civil War and Jaws and The Matrix, very much like cornerstone movies that pushed a piece of cinema or pushed cinema as a whole forward. Yeah. Uh, Keithy, your last pick in this draft. Um, I am going to go with, uh, so I went with all 80s movies for everything else. This time I'm going to go 20 years later and I'm actually going to pick a movie from the 2000s. And that is, and it's only because in my opinion, up until really like I want to say Winter Soldier, this was still my favorite superhero movie of all time, and that is Spider-Man Two. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I opened with, uh, well, I didn't open with uh, Raiders, but I I went second with Alfred Molina, and this is going to be the one that made him a star. <laughs> no, I think that I think honestly, their fight that they have on the train is still, in my opinion, the greatest choreographed villain superhero fight in any movie it's just it's amazing i i remember seeing that and having like goosebumps like real fucking goosebumps yeah. when i walked out of that movie theater and just the the highest of highs and then superman i mean spider-man 3 happened and i was like ugh. It, <laughs> so i was like shit so, it delivered too on the like on the reveal of him to mj it did <clears throat> like that was such a beautiful perfect moment yes absolutely yeah. And it ended so well because you had him leave MJ. She's like, go get him, Tiger. And then and then the score kind of turns to that like ominous sound because you know that shit's gonna happen in the next movie because Harry knows about him and you know Harry's looking for revenge for his father and all this. And they redeemed Doc Ock, which was like kind of awesome. So yeah, Spider-Man 2. Uh still, like I said, it's still one of my favorites, but it has been surpassed by Winter Soldier, Guardians, Avengers, Endgame, Infinity War. I mean, there's so many other great MCU movies that, um, you know, kind of kill it. So there's like three other Spider-Man movies, I think, that are even better than Spider-Man. Yeah, too. actually. Yeah. I mean, um, well, no, way. Oh, I think all of the Tom Holland Spider-Man. Yeah, no, Man, no Way Home. Is No Way Home a summer movie or no? No, I just looked it up. That is a, no, that's a like Christmas, year, Christmas 2021. All right. Yeah. All right. Cool. So but that is like. Uh, this isn't a, this isn't the No Way Home podcast. No, but this No is, Way Home, No Way Home is 
No Way Home is it's really funny because I, what has I seen the other day? Somebody said something like, I forget. They were like, "Oh, this is the what, what was the last MCU movie to come out?" Uh, uh, Guardians three. Yeah, yeah. And somebody was like, "Oh, Guardians three is the best new phase." You know, phase four or phase whatever five we're in, and it's like, what? No, no it's no, no way, way home. home. <laughs> Fucking best movie of. It's no. It's, and it's, I liked Black Panther two to a certain degree. Yeah, but, but like, is No Way Home like probably at this point the third or fourth best MCU movie? It's up there. I mean, it's up there for sure. Well, it's only made by Sony. Yeah, so what? JT, it feels like it's been forever since we've we've had you make a pick and you get to close out the summer blockbusters draft with Well, I did have a guilty pleasure comedy I was gonna take, but I do feel like I want to have at least one MCU choice on here. So I'm gonna go with what I believe is maybe my favorite of the series. Of the favorite arcs within the mcu i'm gonna go with the first guardians of the galaxy mm. from 2014 nice. I, I i almost went with that um yeah. and then i went yeah but my favorite one of my favorite it's probably still my favorite of spider-man too but that's probably yeah. my number four in the mcu the first guardians, guardians. right yeah i love the first guardians is it really above fun. guardians 2 for you yeah yeah way above yeah. all right yeah. but if you stack those three are they is it the best trilogy within the mcu i think captain america it's probably better. Yeah, the Captain yeah, America. Captain America is a Winter really Sol- Winter Soldier is yeah. just so fucking good. I think I went to. If I looked back at my rankings when we were doing the podcast, I think I had that third. I had that at ten. Winter like, Soldier which, was so good because it was like such mm-hmm. a different movie. But um, yeah, I mean the Spider probably right right up. At, well, I think it's better Spider Man. I like the Spider-Man. first Spider Man, but yeah, the Spider Man trilogies. I think Guardians. Good. I think the Guardians three as a as a three are better. Like I like Spider Man is fun the first one I think it's good but I think like the three Guardians are better. you know what I think you you might have something there JT because I, think, the I would agree that Cap is better though I'd probably have that as one Guardians one and Guardians two are so good though I mean Guardian Civil War is great but Civil War it's only called Captain America Civil War because it was it's an Avenger movie like Civil War is almost I feel like its own standalone movie. You know, you could argue yeah. that it's not really a cap story, but it no. is because he's the driving no. force of the whole thing. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, I guess I'm just down on. I haven't seen Guardians three. That's how interesting I have not I am. either. I need to. Uh, I so it's very possible with all of it that that's what it is. Um, I, 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 Guardians two is fine, but mm-hmm. like, I like two a lot, but yeah, I, for whatever for reason me, that you know? I, I'm lost on the ego stuff with with two. Like, I think the Ravager interesting... funeral gets me every time. It, yeah, yeah, the Ravager stuff is great. And yeah, that's a, like that's a great ending scene. I, yeah. I love. I actually love the part when he goes, "It really killed me when I put that tumor in her head." And then you see Peter's eyes come back, and he goes, "What?" And that is right. fucking. I love that scene. And then he fucking shoots him. I love that. That's such a good scene. See, I think what I what I like about a Spider-Man versus the Guardians trilogy mm-hmm. is that I feel there's more. There's more character development in Spider-Man mm-hmm. than, and, and that's how I feel about Captain America too. Like you see Captain America go from like this like complete uh, optimist into a pessimist, and you know into, into something a realist. In yeah, into a realist, which is beautiful. And Peter kind of grows up. I feel like, and I, I love the Guardians movies I've seen, and I love. I think the Quill movie. grows though, and I mean, if if you like, depend. The third one's gonna your mileage is gonna depend on how. Much like Rocket, that's all I'll say. Without, mm, I don't right. know if you've seen right. spoilers at this point, but I mean, if I, if I you it's... if you're like a Rocket fan or you're interested, like it's mm. 
it's like right. a love letter to that character but it also wraps everything really well but it's mm-hmm. um that's like you have to like that story mm-hmm. to like right. like it and but it's really the story of him is well done in it but yeah and it's a testament to james gunn too like for right or for wrong like if, if anybody else was at the helm of the guardians it may not have been the same like his his obsessive compulsive to have music be tied throughout like yeah. Yeah. everything uh it really works for guardians yeah. um mm-hmm. so um before we get into what may have been left on the board, let's wrap up. We'll go over our six-round uh, draft du jour. JT had the original Star Wars, The Dark Knight, Jurassic Park, E.T., Top Gun Maverick, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Keithy, baby, host of A La Carte with Keithy. Uh, Back to the Future, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Top Gun, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, The Goonies, and Spider-Man 2. Aaron went Empire Strikes Back, Gladiator, Jaws, The Matrix, Captain America, Civil War, and Anchorman, and Matt Souza, the co-host of GC Dub here on the No So, Terminator 2, Ghostbusters, The Lion King, Force Gump, Mad Max Fury Road, and mm. Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some stuff left on the board, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, what's something you guys think may have notably, notably been missed? So for me. I was I was probably always going to pick Anchorman last, but I was tossing up Captain America: Civil War with um, Pirates of the Caribbean: The Curse of the Black Pearl. The first one. Mm-hmm. Right, that's just such a killer film. It's so fun. It we, all launched, just, we all just went mm. like it launched the franchise. It and everyone thought it was going to be garbage because yeah, it was based right. on a ride. Yeah, but then and Janet Johnny Depp was incredible, but Jeffrey Rush too was like mm-hmm. on another level. Mm-hmm. So I, that was a big one. I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, so I, I think I made the right choice, but I'm sad I got to left it on the. If I had a seventh round, it was for sure going to me. Right. The comedy I was going to pick, which I don't think it's a notable miss, but I was just going to do it for guilty pleasure, was Clueless. Um, ah, it, it's like yeah. the epitome of the 90s. It's like one of yeah. my favorite comedies of all time. I think it's really good again, but I, I, I wanted it. It felt tough to leave Guardians there for Clueless at that point. Um, but. It's funny. I wonder if anybody else has this experience with Clueless. Clueless is one of those like films that like if you grew up in that era, it was like a date film. Like, you know, yeah, and, like, I could, it was yeah, it I was the, that. it was the film you watched with girls that you liked or, you know, maybe mm-hmm. you went to the movie with them or like mm-hmm. it, it's just it's that full of nostalgia for me. Yeah. And I've always said it's like a if you were doing a time capsule for like someone in the future, that's like the movie you put in there to encapsulate like the mid 90s was like yeah. the the look, the music, the feel, how teenagers that age were in that time were acting. Um, Men in Black was another one, I thought, yeah. to mention. And um, Temple of Doom. I mean, we, we had one Indiana, though, so that was yeah. good. And also the first Mission Impossible was like a big deal when that came out. Yeah. What about yeah. you? You mentioned Men in Black. What about Independence Day? You can yeah, that too was a big deal. I had that one on my list. Low key key on my list too was this is no one else will probably have this, but like at the time, I don't know if anybody remembers at the time it was huge. It was Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Mm -hmm. That thing was fucking everywhere. Mm -hmm. And Alan Rickman is just next level as the sheriff. I actually men and ties was better though. So that overshadowed it. I was actually looking up and uh, believe it or not, Wizard of Oz came Mm -hmm. out in August. Yeah, I saw that. And I was, and I was like, you know what? That's actually, that was kind of on my list of, you know, the possibles, but 
I mean, Die Hard was out there too. Yeah, that was yep, one right. of the ones I debated. Oh. Uh, Alien mm-hmm. was the Die Hard one. is Die Hard is in the summer. Yeah, it's like, yeah. like a Christmas in July concept. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Christmas okay. movie in July, um, but also Ferris Bueller's Day Off is also mm-hmm. a summer. I'm surprised nobody took Iron Man. That's a big right. one that started the MCU, or even just the Avengers. I know I kind of talked about it, but like mm-hmm. that was a huge right. event also. Did Iron Man yeah. come out in that era, like that time frame? Though? Yeah, it was in May. Because it's yeah, funny because it I looked up like I looked up Winter Soldier that came out in April. Yeah, uh, a couple of like a lot of movies come out in April. You know, Iron Man just makes the cut May second, two thousand eight. Mm. So it was um, kind of following their eventual April pattern. I think two mid nineties ones I could have went to were Speed. Speed. Um, yeah. That was always a big deal. The girl from the bus one. and uh, Twister was a huge deal. Yeah. when that came out. Girl from the yeah. bus. If I were to if I were to have had one pick, I would have picked a movie that's true to me. Um, I, I've loved it. It's it's a family movie. Um, I would have absolutely gone Greece. Um, mm. oh, as yeah. my, one of my picks. Uh, I I I watch that movie almost every year. It's uh, it's is that the best movie musical of all time? Ooh, that is close. Um, mm. I love it. I really do love it a lot, a lot. Um, hmm. I think it might be. That probably might be my pick for best yeah. movie musical. It depends on if you count like the Disney like, movies. If you count Disney movies. They're yeah. not musicals right. in the same way though. Like it's, right. it's like they're films with, with musical numbers, mm-hmm. whereas right. Greece is a musical. Like Right. Well what's up there with like Mamma Mia or uh Yeah, Mamma Mia Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah, West Side Story, yeah. uh Cabaret. West Side Story to me is really close up there. Yeah. Does um, the Warriors this... count as a musical? I mean there's I a lot think, of music I in the Warriors. So. Yeah. I need to see I need to see the film adaptation of In the Heights. Right. Um but I think that I think right now it's Greece for me. Like just there's so many things I quote, so many things I remember and just Oh, yeah. the, the other one that would be up there with musicals is Singing in the Rain. I don't know if anybody sings Singing in the Rain. Yeah, Singing in the Rain. It's beautiful. Sure. Like, yeah. I, I prefer Purple Rain myself. Mm. Oh, Purple Rain. Yeah, that's Another summer too. movie that did not get picked was Babe, but we can leave it there. So yeah, hopefully everyone enjoyed this draft. We'll be back in two weeks with another draft topic. I want to thank Keithy and Mr. Matt for joining us. And, of course, thank you. Dr. Yeah. Toolman Tim Taylor for running the booth. Uh, Aaron, we'll be back next week with another world title change breakdown. We're here every Saturday. Uh, we're also here occasionally, I don't know, whatever, a couple weeks with a what if topic as well. So those have been fun to dig into. So check those out to everything we have to offer. Subscribe on YouTube. You get a lot of exclusive content that doesn't drop on the audio feed as well. So some quick hit shit. So for this whole crew, Fools, I'm JT. We're out. We'll talk to you next week here on No Hold Fun. Bye, Bye, guys.